Cool. Now recording. I already hear you cracking. Yeah. Well, here I was about to compliment the audio hijack update because now I can record both ends of the call again. Mm. Hasn't been that way mm. for three months or so. I mean, that's is still, it still bad. That's still good. No, that's better. As long as the recording on my end is of quality, we should be okay. Mm. As long as mm. you can make out what I'm saying, <laughs> be fine. Yep. You also got to say quality things. <laughs> And you got to decipher the Australian accent too. So, it's like a lot of things going on here. <laughs> it's not easy, but we'll get there. I feel like there were things happening this week. And then I started writing the show notes or the recording notes. And then I didn't really remember what it was. <laughs> and you guys are just filling things out on the of when we're on the air. Thanks for that. That is true. Yeah, but thanks. we do have stuff in the show notes that we should talk about. Mm. So, there are new AirPod rumors. AirPods rumors. Noise-canceling AirPods. Am I getting this right? Yeah. I, I don't know if you're getting that right, but those were the rumors I've seen too. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Are they the rumors? Is yeah. that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. It, it, so, I saw some photos or I don't know, were they like, there was like a leaked asset or not leaked, mm-hmm. but like it's in iOS or something mm-hmm. as an asset for these potential new yeah, AirPods. it's not really leaked Makes you actually lot. put it in your software that you really I mean, it's still mm, leaked. True. true. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like saying- It, it if, got some if, unwanted if attention. you hit a hole in your boat and saying, this is not a leak because I did it myself, <laughs> it's not how uh, leaks fair work. Point. Fair point. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a fair um, point. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. You get it. Okay. Okay. Yes. Fair point. It makes a lot of sense, though, because they're, they're a different design to the existing AirPods, which, mm-hmm. I don't know, for some reason, I kind of assumed that these noise-canceling AirPods would be of a similar design and that they wouldn't be very good because, obviously, there's no seal. Mm-hmm. I just assumed they would be playing the, the noise-canceling noise and hoping for the best. But, mm-hmm. no, these look like uh, new, fresh-designed AirPods, which is kind of cool. Um, are they something that interests either of you? I mean, in general, I don't really like rubber tips in my ears. So, I, I, that, that was one of the main things I liked about the AirPods is that they are just kind of sitting in my ears without m- causing any discomfort. I, I barely noticed them, right? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. kind of a nice thing. Uh, that's something I really have enjoyed with Apple's headphones throughout the ages, you know? <laughs> like even with the first, um, when the iPad, uh, iPod first came out, the headphones were very different from what they are now, but they were still really comfortable because they didn't have the plastic rubbery thingy because I feel like that's always falling out. I don't know. I have the same with earplugs. They just can't stay in for me. So I just wonder, I, I, I would assume this is a different model. Like you can pick between the one that has noise cancelling and the the old yes. one that yeah. we no one like. And I'm sure these ones will be an extra 100 or $150 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's what I, uh, when I saw this first, I just saw the like glyph, the, like the image. And I thought, oh, uh, they're just like, maybe they're releasing another model so that people who can't wear the current ones feel more comfortable with the rubber ones. But now when the rumor actually says that it's like actually the noise canceling ones are the ones with the rubber. I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe this would be something worth trying, but I feel like it's going to be very expensive to try this if if they don't fit my ear in the end. Yeah. I don't know. How do you guys feel? Do you feel like you would upgrade to these, even if you don't like that type of headphone, if that would give you... I'm not even after noise cancelling, though. No? Like, uh, the only place I use noise cancelling is in the air. Like, I, I have... <laughs> well, flying, all- you mean. <laughs> in the air. Yeah. yeah so, um, I, I have, like... Uh, airplane headphones that are noise cancelling that I mm. use and they're over ear and I don't really see a reason to switch that to AirPods anytime soon so I, I don't think I would be interested I, I'd like to try them on and see if they would fit in theory mm-hmm. but I don't think I would uh, switch to those because I, 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 I like to be able to hear my environment while walking around yeah that's what I'm thinking too I feel like when I'm having the Air, uh, AirPods, I like to hear what's going on. Sometimes I like to just hear, use one so that I can hear what's going on but around Some me. people are exactly the, other, the opposite end, right? They they do not like AirPods because they can still hear the environment. So really? Sure. Having that they... option, I think, is fair. Yeah. Do people dislike yeah. the Airpo- uh, uh, AirPods because they can hear the environment? I yeah. thought. I mean, if you're in loud environments, like, yeah. depending on where you are. I thought well, it's kind you... of the reason that I don't use AirPods all the time mm. is the lack of noise cancelling. Mm. So, I think the first question here, and I know you said, would you consider upgrading? I think the first question is whether they are an upgrade because it depends sort of the purpose that AirPods mm-hmm. serve. So, mm-hmm. for me, I do like price, the... then definitely. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, but I think that the nice thing about AirPods is, as both of you have said, they kind of just sit there and they're very, they're very passive. They don't 
um, they don't block any noise. If you don't have anything playing, it's almost like you don't have AirPods in. Yeah, yeah. And I know I had a discussion with somebody at work the other day while I, I sort of got up from my desk, walked to the kitchen with my AirPods in, they weren't playing anything. And I realized after about five minutes that I was talking to this person and still had my AirPods in, and that was probably quite rude. Um, but it just wasn't something that dawned on me while I was mm, talking mm-hmm. to them because they were just there. Um, they didn't mm-hmm. really consider them a hindrance at all. So, in that sense, they're quite nice, um, as they are without the noise cancelling. But on the other hand, I do use over-ear Bose noise cancelling headphones on the train, on the bus, because they serve a purpose and I don't really want to listen to other people or hear the like overly loud bus. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I wonder if this is... I, I, I'll have to wait and see what these these AirPods are, what they're how they're sold, how they're marketed, how the like what the price point is. Um, but there could be a world in which both AirPods are kind of still relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do you think if these would be noise cancelling, would they replace your over-ear headphones? Because I sort of feel like if you have noise cancelling headphones, it's quite nice to let people around you know that you have noise cancelling headphones and having over-ear headphones I will agree, make yeah. it really clear. <laughs> Whereas if you have these mm-hmm. in your ears, people might not notice them to the same extent. No, I absolutely agree. The The advantage of over-ear is that they sort of make a statement. It's, yeah, hey, yeah. go away, I've got headphones on. Mm. Don't talk to me. Um, <laughs> whereas these, yeah. I don't know, but see, the other thing is, um, I do wonder how well, like, rubber tip... So, I've never had much luck with, like, rubber tip uh, earphones staying in my ears. Uh, this is more a personal thing. Um, whereas the AirPods just kind of, like, sit there quite comfortably and quite easily. Like, at the gym, when I'm running, it's no problem. Um However, that said, I don't use my ovary headphones at the gym or when I'm running, not because well, I kind of I kind of would like uh, noise cancelling at the gym, but I don't want big ovary headphones because they're mm-hmm. not as um, like lightweight. The AirPods just mm. kind of stay in. No matter what I'm doing, they're just there. Uh, so, I do wonder if these serve a purpose in a situation like that. Yeah, that's true. Where the noise cancelling would be nice, but the like small lightness factor is mm. beneficial but like that said they'd have to stay in my ears as well. but also like certain workout mm-hmm. types right um the rumors were that they are like waterproof um or at least what was it waterproof or splash proof i don't remember mm. but if they would actually work for swimming that would be a pretty cool uh combination with apple watch and those new airpods to have like as a, a oh, swimming man, imagine equipment. trying to find one of these in a pool <laughs> if it fell off <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be fun no I mean, <laughs> means if you're if you're operating a a public pool, you you find a new source of revenue soon. Just go for a <laughs> dive every day, and you're like, I'm sure those things will be expensive. Mm. And they're uh, clean the because is- they were laying in the bottom of a pool. They, pro- they realistically they would probably float. I don't know. Do AirPods float? Mm. I don't, mm, think I don't so. know. You could try it with those. If anyone wants to try this, let mm. us know. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. I think it's too heavy. But I mean the the, the other thing, mm, yeah. I'm wondering is does the case get slightly bigger for the AirPods and that is another consideration when carrying uh AirPods around I think the AirPods case is it is significantly bigger than say a pair of uh like wired earphones just rolled up in your pocket already but that's okay I think for most people the size isn't an issue if the case got thicker or uh longer or something because of this that could be a consideration for the like portability of the airpods uh i just thought of another situation where did you see the leaked um image of the case uh i've got a nine to five article open here it didn't look yeah if you the leaked the leaked image i'm looking at didn't look too legit but it's like it's like short and fat and Mm -hmm. about the same thickness by the look of it i'm not sure where you fit the the battery part of the case in there um but hey maybe it's legit Hmm. um i can send you the image that i i've seen I think I we're looking okay. at the same, but I feel like this one is seeming to be the same height, but may, might be might be wider, or it's less. Uh, maybe it's less so it's, tall. It's just a different form. Yeah, I was kind of thinking it's less tall, but if it's wider and the mm. same height, then that's huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's like pocket sized. Yeah, it, it looks like you would have like I don't know if you're using yours yeah, in, the, the, in the, the same gold in the gold. Yeah. Uh, Pocket, like the um, gold pocket of your jeans. I think, I think yeah. you, you no mean longer fit when you say gold pocket, you mean a very small pocket, coin pocket, coin pocket. the coin pocket. Well, yeah. I some know, people carry coins. People, I'm people not much of a cash person. No, you're so more I carry of a gold. gold. You, people don't know the historical value <laughs> gold or of nothing that for pocket. Kai. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so it kind of looks like they would need to fit sideways into 
that pocket, if at all. Yeah, maybe it's slightly less tall, but I don't feel like it would be because if you look at the hair, uh, the earphones, it seems like the antenna bit is like the same length as the other one. Yeah, but the current ones are not going all the way down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like we should put too much thought into this image because I'm not sure how legit this is. I think it's pretty legit. You think? Yeah. Because it came out way before the actual glyph okay. uh, in iOS. Oh, and okay. no one paid any attention to it. Uh, because until it didn't glyph- look legit. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But now when okay. the glyph confirms that design, I feel like we're it's pretty Maybe. pretty yeah. likely that that was also a legitimate uh, leak of the mm. case. So let's assume that this is legitimate. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably, we'll probably see these AirPods at some point. Um, when are we expecting them? I don't know anything about this. I mean, well, probably in this whenever article, the ne- it says later this year, right? When? Oh, does it? Yeah, I think that so. That would be cool. I mean, considering that it... Because it was an iOS 13.2. Yeah, right? that's that's it. Oh, it's possible. Okay, right. I just is it, It's possible the new AirPods with noise cancellation will be announced later this month when Apple is expected to have another special event. Interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have some new AirPods to buy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you take out of this? So, so you would buy these and you would keep the ones you have at the moment? You would, you I would, would at go- least try them. But you can't just at least try them. Can you, are you allowed to return headphones? It seems I a bit so. unhygienic. Well, I, uh, like if you opened them in the store, put them in your ears, decided they really do not fit or fall out, I'm pretty sure that would be okay. Maybe. Uh, maybe if you'd worn them for two weeks and they were disgusting, uh, mm. you couldn't. They also let you try them on, but I don't know. That would be pretty weird with in-ear, with rubber tip. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would want to do that. I don't know. Uh, uh, how does that work? Do, does everyone get to try the same ones? So they wiped them off. But they wiped them off, that's mm. it? Uh, I don't know. I feel like if they would have like a plastic mold that you can try, that's sort of a replicate, <laughs> then that would be fine because they could throw it out, which is probably like... Uh, yeah, but I don't, you don't, I don't know how sustainable that is. Uh, okay, what they could do is to make one that's like actually like machine washable. So they can make them without the electronics in, just have the plastic thing. People can try that on. Then you put it in a dishwasher in the back of the Apple store and then you try it again. <laughs> it's Perfect like they have their system. AirPods dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why they're not hiring you, Marvin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that seems like a genius I, I, idea. I just feel like I'm such a good ideas person, you know. <laughs> just do that. Oh, man, I, I had not considered the possibility of new AirPods later this year, but that's exciting. Um <laughs> My AirPods at the moment need charging constantly. Like they've just they've had their run. They're on you don't the way have out. the second version, right? You have no, no. I'm still I'm still on my originals, but they were replaced not too long ago. It was maybe eighteen months now, so they're not super old. Um, but I, I don't know. They're not they're not holding up. Um, so I don't know. I'd give this a go. The other advantage I can see to having these AirPods and like a situation where I'd use them and they're favorable over current AirPods is like if I'm going out for a day without a bag and I don't obviously can't bring the over-ear Bose headphones uh, unless I want to carry them around, which I don't. So I do slip AirPods in my pocket like for the train or whatever. And if they were noise canceling on public transport, that would be super handy. Mm. So I can still, I can see a few uses. I would probably give them a go. I would not be opposed to returning them if they did not fit. Uh, I mean, if I if I went to the gym and you know had to like if they popped out even once in a in a session, I'd probably be returning them because the current like the existing AirPods are perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd be open to trying them and hope hoping that they work. So mm-hmm. it would also be kind of nice to. I, I'm sure it's possible to turn off the noise canceling because uh, when using them, it's like. If I use them for a run, I probably wouldn't want the noise cancelling or at least not noise cancelling in its entirety um, because you want to hear for traffic. Yeah, or if you have one in. Oh, it yeah. would feel so oh. uncomfortable. Oh, that would be disorientating. Yeah. 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 So, oh. hopefully it's not like noise cancelling or nothing. I'm sure it wouldn't be. No, um, I would think so But that'd too. be cool. Mm. And if these were the like the quote-unquote higher-end AirPods that did have... Uh, better noise. Sorry, not better noise. Uh, better water resistance. That would also be cool because you could wear them when going for a run in the rain. And I know that the existing AirPods are probably fine for that. I've just never been game to try that. It'll be fine. So yeah, it could be cool. Uh, this would also be my chance to buy AirPods with the wireless charging case because yeah. now you have yeah, wireless chargers nice. everywhere. Assuming that they so, can wirelessly charge. Yeah, on that, because I, I, I think I mentioned on this show that I bought three before my new phone. I've used one of them. 
uh, I don't need charges everywhere like I thought I would. <laughs> so, the battery like is we, so good. I feel like we sort I of charge it in my room at night and I've, like, I don't need to plug it in at work. I don't need to plug it in around the house. Yeah, you uh, were so putting I these out two- like coasters. <laughs> well, that was my plan. Yeah, I was like, I could put one in the back room or I could put one in the kitchen or something. Uh, that hasn't gone to plan. So, I do have like a couple spare wireless chargers that I don't know what to do with. Um, I, I figure, I figure as the phone ages, uh, maybe, you know, in nine months, especially when running beta software after next June, it could be handy to have a few more wireless chargers around the place. So I'm going to keep them and, and just hope that they want well, maybe, no, I don't, I don't hope that I get use out of them, but <laughs> if I need them, uh, it could be handy. So I don't know. I have wireless chargers. I don't And really if there's great. a cheat charger shortage uh, worldwide, we know where to get the mm. last, last <laughs> uh, stack that's available. Yes. Yes. Mm. Only $200 each. It's a bargain. <laughs> I, I don't know if we'll see another Apple event this year, though. I feel like no, the rumor mill is too. way too quiet for another event yeah. ramping up because it would kind of have to happen soonish. Yeah, I feel like it would happen yeah. in one or two weeks. So we should see some invites coming. Yeah, invites soon. and and rumors and and. <laughs> so there were some rumors coming out earlier this week from Minshi Kuo about potential products coming out quite soon and there's sort of potential release schedule. I don't know if you guys saw this, but if you look at that, it doesn't really seem to <laughs> did be... Did I see the AR glasses rumor? My point is, we're getting to the AR glasses rumor later, but my point is that none of these products are outlined to come out in this year. So that's why I'm thinking if there would be a r- event later this year, um, I feel like there would be other things that would have been leaked in the same report um, for like later in this year because he is talking about some macbook releases but that would be in q2 of 2020 and i feel like have i mean you can't really have i mean you could if you want to but i feel like it's weird to have a whole press event for headphones so i don't know what else there would be i mean it could Uh, be did he say anything about uh new macs because i think we're expecting a mac pro and a 16 inch macbook pro he spoke about macbook um without but that would be um 2020 yeah, he was talking uh-huh. about MacBook, MacBooks, yeah. but he didn't specify it, which He didn't MacBook. specify that it would be a MacBook. Interesting. In theory, there could be, like, it wouldn't be surprising if Apple would re- release the 16-inch MacBook Pro first and then the rest of the lineup being, like, yeah, but I lining just feel with the like, new design wouldn't next that, year. I mean, mm. if you're looking at this um, at this chart that he released, some of the things were, like, one of the things on there is iPhone 11. Mm-hmm. So if he had iPhone 11 on there, wouldn't there be whatever like if there would be a macbook pro later this year wouldn't that be on this on this report as sure well? assuming that he knows everything <laughs> yeah yeah you know yeah but i mean there, there, there's still things right first of november is the release of apple tv plus so it could be another event where it's like apple tv plus macbook plus showing more stuff about apple tv plus and how successful apple arcade is and i could mean be, oh there could also be a like an airpod Update, considering <laughs> that there will be like AirPod, uh, there, there's supposed to be support for multi-users in AirPods. Mm. But cons- no, sorry, HomePods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But considering the, the those events are usually smaller, like a MacBook plus like a MacBook with a new design plus new Apple TV plus Apple TV plus plus <laughs> man, that's easy to say <laughs> plus the AirPods that seems like a decent enough event, right? Plus that means uh, 13.2 will ship so mm. they can talk more about uh, some software stuff that they g- didn't get to uh, during the last event because it wasn't ready. Do you think there could be something more about the U1 ship? Yeah, sure. To? You know, That'll you can cool. throw in some Apple tags. Okay. I mean, you can yeah, fill Apple, up an event. Apple, please go ahead and do this. I would be excited for this event. Um, but don't get discouraged by me. But it could also just all make it into like a spring event next year. When I mean, there's so much stuff going on at the moment with all the Apple software releases and and problems they're they're still fixing. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if they would have pushed it out till like spring, like have it as a spring event instead of an autumn event. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I either way, we we probably see one of those events uh, sometime within the next uh, six-ish months. Oh, wow. Mm. What a, <laughs> I'm really bold in my prediction yeah. today. I think there will be an iPhone sometime soon within the next two years. Yeah. Yeah. No, I... If I would have to commit to something and this is not co- 
counting for any points in our future prediction episode. That's not what this is. Um, I would I would probably lean towards um, spring, just because there are so many things still wonky enough to not add to that right now. Yeah, but would that be something they could have predicted? Wouldn't this have been an event that would have been planned since before iOS 13 came out? I don't think so. I think this... Okay. I mean, that's a benefit, right? With Apple hosting events themselves. Yeah, that's true. They're a lot more flexible. And I mean, I was 13 and the entire release was probably um, less smooth than expected. And pushing things out now to get the things they wanted to do right first, rather than adding a new hardware model and that one having to ship with Catalina and Catalina not being where Apple wanted it to be. I mean, I could see both ways, but I would, if I would have to predict, I would probably lean slightly towards spring instead of autumn, fall, whatever people call it. Yeah, Early next yeah. year instead of late this year. Yeah, that's how I was feeling as well, but it just feels so tight. Um, but at the same time, they used to have an October event sometimes. Yeah. So it might happen. But it's also like none of those things. Like if, if only the things we're, we're expecting would happen, you know, Apple's not having any problems with releasing a MacBook a little bit later. There's no yeah, like yeah. penalty for that. Uh, AirPods, they, they could wait. They could even silently be released, uh, like a press press release. Um, you know, the yeah, tags, very few of those things either wait are... because, you know, there's no no yeah. urgent... Uh, yeah, those are not really holiday items in that sense. So I mean, the tags could... I, I would think they sell a lot during the holidays, but people mm. will also buy them in, in spring. Yeah, yeah. And AirPods, I mean, you could sell them whenever. People I mean, will buy new Apple TV could be ones. nice for, um, for Apple Arcade if you want to have some more powerful games. Sure. But if they're, you know, considering the state of software, and mm. I, I think getting getting your house clean before adding new things uh, is is something that would probably um, be favorable for for the company and for their users. I don't know. We'll see. What do you guys feel about this uh, report from Minji Quo? In general, I honestly had not read it, and everything I know about it was mentioned by you. <laughs> wow you don't know a lot then um, <laughs> no <laughs> um, uh, so do you want to summarize this guy no I don't want to summarize it I'm, I mean we, we mentioned most of the parts yeah. uh, other parts that we didn't mention yet is the iPhone SE 2 yeah, that's yeah, what this, he calls this, it this is something you should be excited about Zach well, uh, isn't it? Isn't this the one where it's supposed to be iPhone eight sized? Yeah. So it's not super exciting. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. You can't so get the, everything. Yeah. And and then AR glasses well. um, happening in Q two, uh, twenty twenty, which obviously is something I'm interested in, but no news. Yeah. Related to what's that, interesting about it is more that weight. I mean, there is something that's new, which would be. I mean, you, we've been talking about this for a while, but what we haven't really been talking about is how this will look and it also seems like there might be like a third party collaboration for the VR headset or sorry for the AR headset so it might not be necessarily only Apple working on it what? yeah I didn't see that it says uh, Quo uh, says Apple will partner with third party brands to release uh, their first headset oh, whatever that that's means. something like a Hermes like you can get it with a fancy frame for oh, like $2,000 uh, maybe if it's yeah. glasses, maybe they want to have some type of like fancy brand. Yeah, maybe they're going the same like strategy again, like they did with the Apple Watch. It's yeah, like, look, it's a fashion true. item, and then then yeah. it comes more down to yeah. to tech product. Again. See, that's not what I was thinking when I read this. I was thinking it might be something like a clunkier type of headset, and they work with other tech companies for it. I but I, I like that idea too. Mm. I also wonder if if that will only work with uh, the new phones. I wonder if they use some of the ultra wideband stuff for communicating. Never until now, I never really thought about that as a possibility. Yeah, because Bluetooth is probably too low bandwidth to render on the on the device, right? And send it. I mean, you can't send the bandwidth is too low to send through Bluetooth. Wi-Fi is probably inappropriate. So you're thinking that the phone would basically power the glasses yeah. and send it through something like... Not, not power as in battery, but power as in, as in rendering. the GPU yeah. and yeah. rendering. For yeah. Yeah. yeah, That makes sense. Right? Mm. That would make sense. Mm. Anyway, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like it makes sense. We've been talking about glasses for long, so I don't want to 
continue talking about it too much, but it definitely makes sense that Apple will enter the space at some time in the future. And I, considering that so many other companies, Star Trek should pre-release those is, things. I don't mm. think that's relevant for Apple. I just think they got to get everything together yeah, for yeah. this. Maybe. Cool. All right. What else? What else is there? Catalina. Did we Did we already? Yeah, we did. Just the first episode we I think record this is f- 100% Catalina. Yeah, and I think this is the first time oh, all so of us have Catalina. Uh, you're on Catalina? Yeah. Oh, we- so you've updated your production machines. Yeah. 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 Huzzah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we hinted at, like we spoke about that we want to do this in the last episode and now we're all on board. And it's amazing. We get to know all of our uh, screen time and how many times we picked up our computers. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. That's Wait, it. does this actually work for you, though? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, have, you, okay, have you used screen time? Uh, yeah. And it reports every app that's open, <laughs> not every app that you're using. <laughs> that is so weird, right? It's it's like, I mean, I, mean I, I don't like criticizing people because someone probably spent a lot of time on this, but it's completely useless. <laughs> Oh, it, no, mean, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. It's so, like, so if you look at my screen time for today, I've used Safari for almost three hours, Messages for almost three hours, Twitter for almost three hours, Google.com for almost three hours, Notes.com for almost... Sorry, Notes for almost three hours, Preview for almost three hours, <laughs> Tower for almost three... Like, yeah, you're there's not that much time in this day. Oh, yeah, every ridiculous. application that's open on your Mac is being reported as being used. It, it has yes, absolutely yes. no value. It's, yep, it just no. shows you how long your Mac has been running for. Yep. No, uh, it's bad. I don't. I don't understand why that is something that needed to ship in this way. And then what I really like turns out I picked up my iMac nine times today. <laughs> wow, I've picked up my MacBook Pro twenty-two times today. But at least, at least there is a, is a possibility it, that you did that. Yeah, but where does it get I, this I can, data from? There's no way you. I think your it's, Mac I think moved. it's unlocks, not yeah. pickups, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I, I can I can promise you I have not picked up that iMac in in months. <laughs> the last time I picked it up was when I got it replaced. Yeah, uh, it's no, just it's, yeah. why call it pickups? I mean, that yeah, makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, it feels like <laughs> this needs another round of improvements. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it is there. It's getting some of the information, and like like you say, maybe this pickup is actually unlocks, and that would actually be interesting to know. So I think maybe just renaming that would be good. I don't I really understand, don't understand why that's not decided, picked up. Like, uh, like oh, not picked up, but why, why why that wasn't changed? I feel like that's. That feels like a thing that you can just change the change the string. But it also but like overall a lot of the things are decent. Like I like the graphs, yeah. I like that it shows the apps, yeah, and like I like the that app they're categorizing it. Really nice. Like it there are good things with this. It's just that all the data is completely useless. And I don't understand why this needed to ship. Like yeah. if, if it's not it's clearly not done. Yeah. This seems like a, a like like the first prototype you would build to show, look, we could build screen time. But then Apple accidentally shipped it. I don't understand this. Yeah, see, what I feel is like this was an attempt to do it. And it's like, look, we can recognize when apps are in the foreground or when apps are open. But then they didn't really finalize what they wanted from there. Like, do people really want to know how long an app is open for? That's not really what we're aiming for here. What we're aiming for is like, how long do I actually use this app? And it felt like they didn't continue going to that step because it's probably a lot more complicated to implement that. I mean, there because, are a lot of edge cases. Yeah, right? because you like, don't know when it's in the foreground. You don't know. I can read an app even if it's behind another window. Should that be counted as being in the foreground or not? So there are a lot of edge cases around this that you need to account for that would take really long to implement. But I feel like it wasn't necessary to ship the current version then. It's a proof of concept, but I feel like it could have been held back a bit rather than being pushed and not really usable to this in the, in the way that I want to use it. pretty easy. I, I think on macOS, it's easier than iOS um, really? when you have multiple windows. It should be. The app that should be counted as being in the foreground and being used right now is the one that's in your menu bar. That's. I think that's quite simple. Um, I'm what pretty sure Rescue Time treated this. Bar? Like the one that's well, basically having the focus. I don't think that's yeah, true, though, yeah. because I can have... Like I can have split screen or I can have a notes document and keep on reading something in Safari behind a notes document and I might read and write at the same time. You can, but until until the system is able to determine what window you're looking at, it's gonna be imperfect. Okay, so, so maybe I think that's, that's it. That's maybe a good way to handle yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you're To right. me this seems more like a a thousand no's for every yes twenty thirteen dub dub intro. If if like for some reason this seems to have not 
been a clear way of going, a clear way of handling this. If you don't have a clear way, then then don't ship. No one is like, and we needed screen time today. You know, if if you don't, I think many people were excited about screen time, but this was not what people imagined. Yeah, and I mean, just like just like without thinking too much about it, Zach's approach does make sense. Like just yeah, yeah, right. Like as a default, go with the one that's focused. Yeah. Like the app that has focus is the one that counts. If you happen to always have one app in focus and you read behind, oh well, you, 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 you that doesn't count for now. That seems like a better default than just counting everything that's open, right? But if mm. if it's too complex complicated to figure out something that everyone is happy with, then yeah. don't ship that right yeah. now. We don't. Yeah. We, it's then not, maybe. Like, because I was saying that it takes long to deal with all the edge cases, but maybe skip the edge cases and just go with a simpler solution. Yeah, to just or, like, or or wait until you implemented the edge cases. Just sending like shipping it without implementation is a bit strange. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't it feels understand. a bit yeah, like no, it's, it's, yeah. it's definitely broken. It shouldn't be. Um, it and it's unfortunate be because, like in in theory, that could be a nice feature, and I'm sure mm. that people are aware that this could be a nice feature, and that it's not a useful feature right now. I don't understand where where is that decision made to ship something that has absolutely no value for. I, I can't see anyone who this would be valuable. Well, people for right might want to know how long each app is open for. Oh, also, just quickly, it, the pickups includes your iPhone too. Ah, and okay. So, so I just, mine just uh, increased and I got very confused because my Mac definitely has not locked in the meantime, but I did look at my phone screen time. So I had to unlock it to do that. Uh, and I guess it's including that too. And I can see some iOS only apps that are showing in the apps Is list there... on my Mac. Oh, okay, it doesn't um, do that for me. I will also say, I think you have to have the setting set to all devices and you have to have it like set to sync, which I do. It does make the weekly notifications almost useless though, where it's like, mm. hey, you spent nine hours a day on your, like on in front of a screen. That's, you know, a 10% increase from the week before, whatever it might be, because it's including Mac and iOS. And I think screen time was meant to reduce usage, like say idle usage of your phone, meaningless usage of your phone, things like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't, like, I don't know what a solution is here, but I don't, when it's including my Mac thing, it's almost useless because it's like, if I spend nine hours a day in front of my Mac, I don't really care. Like, I'm not, uh, that's fine. Like, it means I was having a productive week or whatever mm. it might mean, but it doesn't need to be in a screen time report. Mm. I kind of want to know, am I using my phone too much? Um, yeah. So, it's a little bit I mean, of you a can, tough situation. You can take the share across, and I think that's sort yeah, of Yeah, no, too. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can do that. Um but yeah, I just don't know what a good solution is because I do like the uh, knowing app usage across both of them, but mm. it's almost meaningless on the Mac because I don't feel like I'm checking yeah. my Mac yeah, yeah. randomly. <laughs> I feel like this me. is definitely like something that will be improved, but mm. I am just surprised. It feels like no decision was made and this is sort of what was shit. It's just weird on a year where so many things didn't quite make it in time to add things that are clearly not providing value right now yeah i i don't want to be like like i say like someone's been working on this hard i assume but i do think it sort of shows that it feels like things were not really communicated it feels like the requirement of what this should do wasn't communicated but it's clear that things this weren't has really no cleared value. out i don't i don't understand how how yeah. this is doesn't take a genius to to know that yeah reporting through and someone might have said that too the person who was supposed to <laughs> implement this might have known about that and might have raised that but if no one could make a decision and no one really this person might not have been really allowed to freestyle it and make whatever they want even if that would have made more sense mm. so it could just be a, like an organizational issue and yeah. there, there was just no way i to also get don't want to actual... nitpick too much about this particular thing yeah it's just one thing that i just don't understand yeah like i i don't understand what that feature is for i don't understand why i picked up my imac 11 times it's just all parts of this make very little sense on a year where where resources have appear to have been very very slim and 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 everyone <laughs> scrambled to get get mm-hmm. the releases together. I, I just feel like this would have been an obvious cut for the point zero, but oh well. Hmm. So much about not being negative, but I, I just don't understand. I want to mention a positive thing that I'm very very happy about. I really like the iOS and the macOS Catalina changes to messages where you can see where it suggests that people have a new 
like that people have shared their image for their mm. for the contact and you can just accept that and then see people's images mm. and so it many very cool. people's images starting to pop up and i think it looks re- it looks so much nicer it's so much more personal i feel worse if i'm not answering their messages because they're looking at me it's great yeah, no, that's a, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, no, but honestly, it, it looks much nicer. <laughs> I'm looking at my list of, like, just the main messages screen on iOS. All but three people have a contact photo. That includes you, Marlon. Mm. Um, Wait, I'm not having a contact photo? You don't have a contact <laughs> photo. <laughs> what? Um, but sure. everyone else does. Oh, almost everyone else does. Oh, so. maybe I didn't share cool. it. Maybe not. But. <sighs> But yeah, no, it is nice because those photos definitely wouldn't have made their way there if it was just up to me to do that. So, um, it's cool. Hmm. Um, but otherwise, uh, apart from like those those were just things I don't understand. Um, otherwise, I've been pretty happy with Catalina. Not a lot of uh, issues. I've heard a lot worse things than, than I've seen now. Like I, I thought because I was kind of semi-shielded by installing it on a secondary computer that I didn't use that much. But now having used Catalina full-time for, for a decent amount of time, I have not had any real Yeah, issue. no, I'm the same. I haven't had any major issues at all. I think I might have had Xcode quitting a few times, but I think that might be related to SwiftUI rather than... Which we'll get into soon. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I don't have many issues with Catalina. Like, I don't feel like it's less stable than what i had before so no if anything most things feel pretty fast like yeah. i i usually have like 100 windows open like uh, <laughs> uh, uh, at least 100 windows. Yeah, yeah so i have like mission control is is very fast like in, in general the system feels feels fast and s- smooth uh which is pretty nice um i do like apple arcade on, on oh yeah, have you actually used that quite a lot? I haven't. I know you've been playing a lot of hot lava, mm. so that seemed to run pretty smoothly. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's fine. Mm. Um, it's uh, it, it's just nice to have a lot more options on the Mac now. I do like that. Uh, I did play with a lot of the Catalyst apps um, that were released. Um, Is there a way for you to tell which apps are Catalyst apps through the App Store or anything? There's, there's I mean, the App like, Store does have a great in Catalina um, feature that inc- includes uh, like only Catalyst apps. I don't know if there's any other way, but the feature is just kind of the the standout apps that Apple want to feature. Okay, okay. And it's it's, it's kind of mixed as you would expect. Some of them are pretty neat. Others are a bit more uh, not as as uh, useful as would as you say that it's better than just going direct like let's say that you have an app that you're able to use that is uh like a like a mac app now that's built with a catalyst do you rather use that or do you think going to the website of that app is better i mean it really depends on the app okay. um if we're looking at something like um uh like zoho books which is like a accounting app that we're that we're using mm-hmm. um i think the website just has way more features because the ipad app was limited in, in yeah, its yeah. feature set yeah. in the first yeah. place and now that limited feature set made it to a mac which is nice but yeah. i feel like on a mac i kind of i need one place where i have to full feature set and that used to be the mac through the web and it still needs to be the Mac through the web because. But I, are you I still just... using the the Catalina, sorry, the Catalyst app then to use the things that are actually accessible? No, because then? I don't really want to use two apps okay. on the Mac for the same platform. I just okay. use the one that does everything. Yeah, that because sense. like s- certain things like matching transactions on our banks bank accounts uh, does not work on the. Um, on the iPad app and therefore not on the mm-hmm. uh, Catalyst app. So there's no no real value for me in using that app. Well, it, it does feel in certain places it does feel nicer than the than the web app. Okay. It's just I need I need one place where it's fully featured. Yeah. yeah. Others like um Carrot Weather and I think we might get more into that later. Um is is definitely nice. Like it's it's nicer than the old one. There are some issues with the menu bar, um, because uh Catalyst apps have some issues with menu bar uh, applications like for carrot weather you have this menu bar icon on top but you need to have your main application running because that drives the mm-hmm. the ui for that, that so drives if you're closing the, the app kit ui basically yeah so if you're closing the main application your menu bar application just goes black and then disappears after some time so that's not not great i actually prefer the old style for that uh, before mm-hmm. they went to catalyst 
Um, so it's, it's, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Okay. Um, are there any other apps that either of you use that are clearly Catalyst apps? Well, our, our last week's pick uh, with Zach's Jira yeah. Cloud by Atlassian. But it felt like, I think, the Jira app um, for the iPad was very nicely made for the iPad specifically. It seemed mm-hmm. like it was a really good iPad experience. I think if you have a good iPad experience, you can easily bring that across and it will look nice, I can imagine. But if you have, maybe if you have an app that's primarily on iOS and you try to port it to Mac from there, might not be as feature rich. What do you think, Zach? Do you feel yeah. like like do you mean if it's if it's solely being designed for being yeah. an iPhone app? Yeah, because uh, I feel like something like Jira for the iPad was already mm. quite rich in features because yeah. they yeah. knew that they had more screen realistic. I mean, the, the Catalyst app will. <laughs> will just be at best as good as the iPad app, right? Yeah, yeah, which is a good thing. That's what I mean. I felt like yeah. in Jira's case, if you start with case, a good iPad app, you will have a better Catalyst exactly. app. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, no. I, so I, I, one of the ones that I'm really curious about will be Overcast because Overcast's yeah, yeah. iPad yeah. support is pretty lackluster. Like it's m- mostly just the blown up iPhone app, and that's fine. It, it serves the purpose. Um, but yeah, how will that come across to the app? Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. to, to the Mac? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll have to see. Mm. Yeah, It'd be interesting. Are there any uh, other yeah. uh, Catalyst apps that you have used, Zach? Um, I'm going to talk about one later for my picks. Yeah. Carrot. Uh, yeah. I quite like the carrot weather one. Um, but uh, I think Jira and Carrot are the two big ones. Um, mm-hmm. I can't think of any off the top of my head that I've tried. Um, I, one I want to try is Lookup. And Lookup is a really nice dictionary app for iOS that I use from time to time. Um, I... I, I quite like that app from a um, like UI UX perspective, and mm-hmm. often just just enjoy using it. And so I really would like to check it out uh, on the Mac, but I haven't got around to that yet. Um, I think the creator of it published a really good blog post on bringing an iOS app across to the Mac, uh, focusing on design and and the design decisions that need to be made. So I also need to dig into that. But as you can tell, I haven't done much homework this week. <laughs> so uh, I'll hopefully get there. But yeah, they're, they're some of the apps, that, the Catalyst apps that I'm keen to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, there there are some that you, you can already see that they put a lot of effort into customizing it for the Mac. And they definitely behave more like what you would expect and then the ones that are more like checking the checkbox doing the minimum and then they kind of feel that way okay um yeah also oh, one thing i noticed uh, speaking of checking the checkbox and <laughs> i had some trouble updating xcode this week so it sat in my updates tab on the mac forever and i read the release <laughs> notes way more than i should have while i was waiting for it to update but one of the points in the Xcode 11.1 release notes, and I'm pretty sure this is a copy-paste from the 11.0 release notes, so it's probably there too, but it says Mac Catalyst brings iPad apps to the Mac, and the first uh, bullet point under that is click a single checkbox in your iPad project to add a native Mac app. Mm-hmm. It's like they're really drilling in this this one checkbox thing, and it's like if anybody tried to ship like the, the product that spat out after checking that checkbox... It's going to be such a subpar application. Mm-hmm. Like, why is this a marketing point? Like, I get it's cool to stand on stage and say that, but really, there needs to be like another ten bullet points under that saying, "No, these are the kind of changes." You I mean, in make. a way, anyway, I just think it it's is definitely. I, I mean, I do like the concept of you check a checkbox, you have something that works, and then you make it nice, right? I like the iterative process, but it also makes it really easy to not iter- iterate, check the checkbox, and then submit something that is kind of rubbish <laughs> you know uh it's definitely easier to make a nice mac app if you start off with a nice ipad app and then make all the mac specific adjustments uh it's just mm, if if you don't do that what, what are you going to do <laughs> i mean even the feature that apple has on the on the app store it's kind of weird like the great and catalina feature says for ipad developers macOS catalina makes it easier than ever to bring your apps to the mac the process starts by checking a single box in xcode which is a weird weird te- te- text to have in the biggest feature on the mac app store at the moment mm-hmm. yeah but i mean technically they say the process starts by checking a single box and i think that is the right approach to that like that's that's how it starts right you hit the checkbox you fix the errors you have something and then you iterate yeah that's fair um it's just some a lot of developers who didn't care enough about the mac to put any effort into making a mac app 
will not now all of a sudden check that checkbox and then spend another couple of weeks to make it really nice. They check the checkbox and do the minimum possible because they didn't care about the Mac in the first place. But I take it if it's mm -hmm. in, in air quotes free. You know? Yeah, I see what you mean. And look, in theory, I suppose if you built an app with vanilla UI kit and uh, had very little customization, very little third-party dependencies and all of that, it might actually just work straight out of the box. Mm -hmm. Like if you didn't do anything fancy with custom windows and yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe it is quite possible for, for some apps that they come across really easily and that is what you need to do. But for the apps that I've used, like Jira and Carrot being the big two, obviously there's a lot more thought and consideration that's yeah. gone into um, these. And so, therefore, they're, they're the, the good examples of it. Um, well, you can probably still see some of the catalyst in its current shape. You can still see some of the limitations uh, they probably run into, but it's like a good example of a good app that feels good despite some limitations, while others feel like someone hit a checkbox and then submitted it. Like we will still, we'll still mm -hmm. have good Mac apps and bad, bad Mac apps, and it's still turns out you still have to care about what you're doing to make good products. Mm. Cool. Um, so do you guys want to talk about anything else? Mm, let's do our picks. So we don't want to talk about Swift UI. Sounds good. Next week? Yeah, we can do it next week. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll have more to talk about Swift UI. Oh, don't yeah, you cool. worry. Picks. <laughs> Synchronous. Kai, you've got a pick in there. Do you want to go first? All right, I go first. Um, I like weather apps. And you picked this before. Well, surely. Mm, no. Really. Surely. Really. Um, I know so your argument. My, my favorite weather app until now uh, was Weatherline. And Weatherline just got a major update um, a few weeks ago. I've used the beta for quite some time. And I, I really, really like the app. Uh, it fixed or it improved on most of the things that were kind of... I mean, Weatherline 1 was, was pretty good. And I liked the way they displayed all the data. But that was significantly improved. And overall, the app got a lot of polish and niceties. And it's a lot more iOS 13 optimized. Um, so yeah, the, the, in my opinion, best weather app just got a bit better. And I thought that is worthy of a pick because technically it's now a new app because it's a weatherline too. Mm. Mm. Fine. Mm. I did just check. You haven't picked weather, like you picked the original weatherline in episode 33. Yep. So we're okay. So and yeah, oh, weatherline two is significant enough of an update and they switched to a subscription model because they mm -hmm. didn't, uh, <laughs> uh, they lost money for the last few years so oh, wow. now um, subscription is the idea of actually um, uh, having some some regular income and at least not losing money mm -hmm. uh, but ideally also being able to afford to to pay continuous development on on the things that they still want to work on and uh, and it's a great you app. You should support it. Yep. Mm -hmm. And as you can see in 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 the um, in the app store, a lot of people do, did not like to switch to uh, subscriptions. Hey, but I, I paid you guys two dollars five years ago. <laughs> can you give this to me for free? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but they've works. been very upfront about explaining that that they need to figure out a different way of making money because they didn't make any money in a while. Uh, so the option is either not having Weatherline or or paying a subscription. And it's not too bad. It's like $6 a year if you are if you paid for it before and um, $12 if, if you've not paid for Weatherline before. And $12 a year for an app that most people would probably use every day. I mean, we see what happened to Pocket Weather, right? It's just weather data costs money. There is a... There is ongoing costs for developers of weather apps that want to use weather data that's ac actually accurate and therefore subscription seems like a realistically the only way of making that type of app sustainable yeah and therefore i think i on that on like the cost of of providing data and things like that i use two public transport apps this is not related to my pick uh, and one of them in particular so one of them subscription that's fine but the other one is it, i paid like Two ninety nine for this app, probably six years ago or something ridiculous, and there's never been another charge since. And every week, this app does a time like a three megabyte timetable update for the Sydney public transport data. And then every time you use the app and you're looking at a trip, it's got real time data from 
uh, like the bus or the train or whatever, and that's refreshing probably every 10 to 20 seconds. So it's like a gazillion API calls, and it's like there's no way that they have made money on me as a customer. And I'm wondering how this app is sustainable, yet it's always at the top of the charts and it's always like top grossing. So like props to the developer for making it work, but I don't understand how like, your heavy users, the heavy users of this app would definitely be, you'd not be making money from them. And it's but like, do you have to pay crazy. for access to the to the data? I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah. Really? I, I don't know exactly, but because maybe, here we get that data for free. Uh, maybe you don't. I don't know. Because like the other app is a subscription thing. Um, but at the very least, sorry, but at the very least, the, the timetable data, no, I'm pretty sure would be... I just realized we're both picking weather apps this week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, we are. I know. I was going to do a nice segue, but then I felt like talking about public transport apps. <laughs> you um, ruined it. <laughs> well, speaking of expensive subscription weather apps, uh, my pick this week is <laughs> Carrot speaking Weather. Speaking of both of us map. picking weather apps. Yeah. Um, so... Carrot Weather, I've spoken about it before, um, it's come to, has come to the Mac uh, mm-hmm. with a Catalyst app. And it's quite an impressive Catalyst app. It's not perfect. It does have some issues. Uh, I biggest one for me at the moment is still that the app will open seemingly randomly on my Mac. Um, like the, the main window will open. Uh, I, I have a suspicion and I have no way of backing this up that it happens when my iPhone does a background app refresh for the... Uh, for carrot weather because oh, it seems really? like the frequency seems to be about the same um, as I would expect a background app refresh thing to happen for an app I use so much. Anyway, that's just the theory. I could be completely wrong there, but it open ran- opens randomly. But apart from that, it's pretty good. Um, so carrots brought its like iOS app to the Mac. Actually, turns out uh, it saves a few phone pickups. Like, didn't realize how. Like, even if it's a few times a day, like, I do kind of just check the weather, like, before heading out for lunch. It's like, do I need a jacket or not? Do I need a rain, uh, uh, what do you call it, umbrella, um, before I go home? Like, <laughs> well, do I need my jacket? Really like, can I leave it here? Uh, a rain know. roof. <laughs> <laughs> what are we calling those things? Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I found it really handy to have this on my Mac uh, and just be able to check it a few times a day at work. It's pretty good. Um, so, mm. I I like it. It's expensive. I think it's 23 Australian dollars. Oh, really? Uh, plus the subscription if you pay for like if you use it in australia you basically can't get away with just paying for the app you need to pay the subscription like the yearly subscription i think it's about 15 dollars for the better weather data so you can use the uh, bom data Um, Mm -hmm. fortunately that is shared between ios and mac os so if you've bought like the tier 2 subscription i think it is that will sync uh, mm-hmm. But you will need to rebuy, or sorry, you know, you'll need to buy the Mac, the Carrot Weather Mac app, mm-hmm. um, which I hadn't done before this because it didn't have uh, BOM data, and that was meant it was basically useless. Uh, but now it has, it's like all the iOS app with the BOM data and all that. It's great. Um, so I, I mean, it's expensive, but I paid like twenty three dollars for it, and I've been enjoying it. So yeah, and it also has a nice menu bar icon. So you, I just now have the weather at the top of my Mac, mm-hmm. which is quite handy. Uh, I'm pretty sure the last time I tried to download a weather widget was not on a Mac. It was a virus. Um, so, fortunately, this one is not. So, happy days. <laughs> uh, that's a I was bar. very young. Don't judge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And now, close. have your menu bar app there. Close your main application and it turns black. Yes. That's fine. It's good. That's yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I also use Carrot. Carry, carry yeah. it on the Mac and weatherline on, on the iPhone. Mm. Yeah, nice. Mm. Um, and a good example of a good, good Catalyst app, I think. Mm. Yeah, I think it's pretty good too. I mean, all of the um, like keyboard shortcuts are quite nice. The menu bar support is quite nice. You don't get menu bar support if you don't have the like the app in your dock because I have turned mm-hmm. it off in the dock so I keep the menu bar thing. You don't get the menu. Anyway, I, you get, still get all the keyboard shortcuts, so it's handy. Um, mm. But yeah, it does the job. It's like a nice dashboard thing for the weather. I um, I, I know you like Weatherline because of its like visual line thing for the weather. For some reason, Carrot Weather's one just suits my mind better. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. So I quite like that. Like That's a good thing about weather apps. There's one for everyone. That is true. Yes. Um, <laughs> So it's quite handy, and and like I said, being uh, the thing is in Australia we don't have that many choices of apps That's with true. good data, uh, and Carrot is one of the ones that has the good data. So that's the one I've been using for over a year now because Carrot has those, uh, you know, the like 
achievement things that it has. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is open the app every day for a year. And I'm pretty sure I'm either very close to that one or like got it the other day. I don't exactly remember, but I, last time I checked, it was very close. So I've been using it for basically a year um, and quite like it. And now cool. it's on the Mac, it's even better. So Awesome. Cool. All right. Uh, and Marlin, uh, do you stick with a the theme and pick a weather app for the Apple Watch? I am wondering, I just want to clarify the rules for this segment. Uh, <laughs> okay. Am I allowed to pick something that's on Apple Arcade? Yeah. Because I feel like sure. that's like picking a thing within a thing. It's almost like saying, I can't pick a Netflix show, show because it would rely on people having Netflix. Yeah. Or any app because it relies people to have both the App Store and an iPhone and an Apple ID. It, it's fine. Okay. Pick, pick cool. the thing you like. I pick the thing I like. Uh, I will pick a game called Grindstone, which I don't think we spoke about in our uh, games p- episode because I hadn't played this back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been playing a lot. I'm just checking if this is okay. I think this is an accepted pick. Yep. Um, yes, I've been playing Grindstone. It's. I feel like we spoke about this now when I'm mentioning it, uh, but it's a really fun game. Um, it's basically like a more complex. I don't like saying BJ Jewel because like it's it's not really like BJ, bejeweled. Bejeweled. It's not really like that. Gosh, haven't we been talking about this? I don't know. I feel like we spoke about this. Anyways, um, so grindstone is basically a way for you. You're supposed to like make it through. Like you're like this grinder who should make it through. Um, a level and you need to get rid of all those monsters which is sounding like it's a bit of a like the theme is very like I, I don't know it's like the monsters are a bit like gross looking it's a bit grotesque but it's like it's sort of fun like it's the art style is a bit <laughs> you're really funny. selling it um, but what I really like about it is that you really have to it's getting quite com- like quite strategic because you need to get rid of monsters and sometimes you rely on getting rid of a certain amount of monsters in order to get rid of the final monsters. It's sort of like a boss within there. Um, it's a, What do you call this type of game? Do you know what this type of game is called, Kai? It's like a match three, just that it's not actually matching three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's fun. It's something that you can play quite quickly. Like you don't need to sit down and play for really long. But it's still something that um, is getting more. It's getting more and more challenging. It's getting quite hard at times, uh, especially if you want to make all the achievements. And I found it to be a really fun game. Hmm. Yeah. If this is not allowed, I do have another pick. No, this is totally allowed. Why wouldn't this be allowed? Because I feel like we spoke about this. You know, it's fine. It's fine. No, no, we didn't speak about that. I mean, we spoke about it outside of this podcast. Maybe, maybe that's it. I feel like you have three years worth of Apple uh, Arcade picks ready to go. I feel like I shouldn't only pick Apple Arcade games, but all the other options I had were... uh, It's fine. Don't don't just I'm just just making a comment. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm not making this game enough just justice, but it is a really fun game. And if you have Apple Arcade already, just download it and try it. And then <laughs> yeah, no matter how uh, no matter how bad your your selling job was, it's free for everyone who has Apple Arcade. Exactly. So just try it yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. never gonna pick any arcade games yeah, because, because I'm just telling people to try them themselves. <laughs> It's right, also it, right. it, it removes all the pressure of trying to sell this. Mm. You know, Zach and I, Zach took on this you, huge burden of trying yeah. to sell an app for twenty four dollars. He had to put some effort and some elbow grease into this. <laughs> You're like, eh, it's free if you care, yeah. not, uh, whatever. <laughs> no, it. I think it deserves some attention. So you guys, everyone should try it out. Everyone, it's good. Cool. Cool. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a show. <laughs> That is a show. It is a show. Not sure if it's mm-hmm. good, but it is a show. Cool. That was good. Um, I will now we also stop got a new emoji. What? But okay. What? What? No, no, it's all good. We can talk about it next week. You're talking about all the new emojis. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't super excited. I feel like... No, there's not a lot in there. I feel like right. now at this point, there's... Uh, I don't know. There's no like revolutionary emoji. <laughs> no, no, you're right. We, no, but we also probably could do with a search. I know you can sort of search and like hit the quick type keyboard and get a thing, but... But that's not really so If no, Steve Jobs were still not. around, the emoji would be more revolutionary. <laughs> okay, one thing, actually, speaking of emojis. If you're looking at the Apple keyboard and you go to the emoji keyboard, you have like the frequently used, but ever since... Um, 
ever since memojis, memojis were introduced on all phones, that's the default one now. Like that one is yeah, the it's one very that's annoying. the furthest to the left. Annoying. Is there a way to not sure. get this to be displayed and just display the frequently used? Because I never use my memojis. I know they are maybe cute, but I just don't use them. And I'd rather just want to get quick access to my more frequent ones. Nope, I agree with you. And I don't know if there is, but... Yeah. <sighs> I feel like... Turns out if you hit that, you know, the little icon that looks like a clock? If you hit that, it will uh, toggle between showing them and not. But it's mm. a bit of a hack. <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. It's not what I want. It's also, if you do scroll over, it remembers it for some time. If you go with the um, emoji keyboard, it remembers mm. it for, for a while. I don't know when it starts forgetting about it again. I kind of want to be able to turn off the app draw. I really don't like it. Uh, I use it for one thing, and that is to search for GIFs, but that's such a specialized use case that I'd be happy to press a few buttons when I needed to do that. Um, but there is though. It, There's the App Store button that you can tap. So that that's yeah, dismissed. but it doesn't get rid of it forever. Oh, okay. So if you go like, back, I don't know if it's when the app quits completely in the background, but mm. it seems to always come back one mm. way or another. So, okay. Um, yeah, it's a little bit annoying. But, yeah, I mean know. that's that's. I mean, saying that without knowing anything about a code base seems like an easy fix to just persist. Mm. Both the do you want to see your emoji and the do you want to see the app drawer or not settings. But how are we going to drive engagement? Right, this is it. That's pretty cute how the unicorn exploding head has a rainbow explosion like this. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is kind of cool. That is yeah. cool. That mm. is cool. Mm. Yeah. Right. I feel like that, that emoji in general or the that is the theme of this year, set by <laughs> WWDC. But, mm. Yeah. 